The BBC has faced a massive backlash after just the first episode of its podcast series with Shamimi Begum, which was released today. As a teenager, she left the UK to join the Islamic State terror group in 2015. She was later stripped, in my view quite rightly, of her British citizenship because she was considered a national security risk. She told the podcast, the refugee camp that she's in, it's worse than a prison. And she understands the public anger towards her. This is, I feel like, worse than a prison sentence because it's, at least with prison sentences, you know that there will be an end, but here, you don't know if there's gonna be an end. When they think of ISIS, they think of me because I've been put on the media so much. But what was there to obsess over? We went to ISIS, that was it, it was over. It was over and done with. What more is there to say? Like, they just wanted to continue the story because it was a story, it was the big story. But you do accept that you did join a terrorist group? Yes, I did. Begum goes on to admit that whilst she was given instructions on how to leave the country, she actually herself did a lot of the research, even looking up ISIS fighters and Turkish words to help her to cross into Syria. I mean, this is utterly extraordinary, it seems to me, that in a sense, the BBC is not just one podcast, it's like 10 of these things. I think they're 30 minutes long. And I'm wondering, okay, so some people might be interested in the story, but at what point did our state broadcaster give a platform to terrorist groups, whether it's Al-Qaeda, whether it's, it's the Taliban. But it's not a podcast. It's a series of podcasts about No, no, no. It is giving a platform to someone who has joined a terrorist group. But she's group. done loads of interviews. Uh, well, but the state broadcaster doing that and a podcast about it, ten times half an hour, how much does that cost? But I just think it's, it's essentially... It's giving her an opportunity to try and justify herself for joining but a Richard, terrorist don't, group. But, do you think that the, her, the story of how these three girls joined ISIS and then where she's ended up is a story that, that deserves to be story. explained? Said, no, it's an important story. As you said, she's already done loads of interviews. We know the story. She's given her various excuses as to why it happened in the first place. Why do we need a 10-part no, podcast? But the, but the point about this podcast, or they've only released one, and I've listened to it, and the journalist has said that he has spent a year... Um, talking to her and then going back and fact-checking everything she says to him, talking to her old school, her old schoolmates, the, the local mosque, to see if the story she says is the true story or if actually there's another story there. And I think that's, that's just uh, journalism. No, you, 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 are, you are beginning to give a platform of justification to a terrorist group. We don't do that with the Taliban. We don't do that with Al-Qaeda. And we certainly shouldn't do it to ISIS. I think it's utterly appalling. That they've done this. It, it, it's a, it, uh, to me, this just seems like perfectly valid journalism. Take this no, woman's story and BBC then find journalism. out if it's true. No, it's perfectly valid BBC journalism because they clearly. Josh Baker, the guy who's doing the podcast, has specialised in this area for a very long time. He's done lots of uh, time in the Middle East. He's done lots of interviews with people who went to join ISIS. He's done this story before with other people who went there, right? So he is. But he's not without, glorifying. Well, he's not glorifying it, but I'd like. I would say he's sympathetic to her case, and that's what this is all about. This is about the BBC normalising this girl and making out that she made a mistake and we should have her back. And the fact that she uh, was complicit... The fact that she was complicit in the murders of several innocent people, the fact that she helped to sew suicide vests onto some ISIS members, the fact that she helped her husband kill people... But don't her you husband want to is know in... why? No, I don't no, care. No, I couldn't no. care less. I'd like her to be shot, actually, uh, in a prison camp right near where she is. I don't want to see well, her back here. I don't want to waste any money on her. I don't want anything to do with her. Simple. But, okay. Josh... Aisha. Hi. Um, 
lot of hate today, Mike. I mean, you want to see her shot in a prison camp. I mean, she, she, she helped a... to kill people. Okay, well, if you if you think that lining her up and shooting her, then in a way you're no better than the ISIS people. Well, I think I am. The actually. thing about the thing that makes Britain brilliant and a great country to live in, and she's an idiot for doing what she did, is because we don't have those values. We don't look at a young girl and go, yeah, let's go and shoot her in the head somewhere. That's not our values, and that's... That's, we should that's be, what happens to the people should, yeah. that but she we, was but, fighting yeah, and, but just on the, their behalf. And that's why we should never... Even language like that, I, I, I feel, is really the wrong language we're saying. We are not terrorists. We are not people at ISIS. We are people who uphold a, a rule of law in this country. Well, talking I think about, you'll find, talking going about back to... Taking a girl well, Prince and, like, Harry shot a lot of terrorists. Was that a problem for you? It, it wasn't. But he did, really? he, he did it legally. He was. He did it legally. He wasn't. We weren't at war. He was a soldier. He was a soldier. He didn't break Geneva Conventions. He, what he did was lawful. But so, you're happy. Nobody, but you're happy well, to not... justify her. And I'm not sense, justifying give, her. You're, you're but, giving but... her a pla and you're quite happy to give her a platform as a terrorist involved in in killing citizens. Sharon, I I just think that um, this girl is obviously very pliable. You can talk her into anything, and people who are like that 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 dabble with hate groups are very dangerous, because she might say today that she's absolutely fine, but then she could find somebody in ISIS or the Taliban who she falls in love with again, and then she will be doing bad things again because she's not a strong-minded woman. And so, therefore, she's pliable. You can, you know, it's, it's, it's too much of a risk to have a woman like this back in the country. Well, the, the point is, she is a British citizen. Not I don't anymore, like her. Not... I don't like her. I don't think um, she should have done what she did. I think she should come back and face justice in this country. We can't just leave our bad British citizens across the, the world. Why not? Why? Because Why not? She's, she's quite rightly had her citizenship stripped. It's People have to realise there's consequences to your actions, and this proves that she deliberately sought out information. Well... We'll have to keep that on air hold. And it's, uh, actually, <laughs> interesting that you, you and Jacob Rees-Mogg are on the same. Yeah, interesting, actually, a lot of stories. It's about the rule of law. I, I don't hold a candle to what this girl's done. I would like to find out what groomed her, because I think she is pliable. Yeah. And I think there are other pliable people. We need to understand why yeah, young people in happening. this country are getting radicalised to stop it happening. <laughs>